Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate, I already hate it. I hate it. All right. Welcome back. Chase Thomas podcast. Taping this on a Friday afternoon. Beard and head football coach Josh Jones is here just a few hours uh, away from uh, round one in the playoffs for his Beard and Bulldogs. Coach, how are you feeling today? And I'm feeling good, man. Just had a uh, really good lunch and now fixing to uh, head over to the school and get ready for a big uh, home playoff game tonight against a really good team. What are you most excited about seeing from your team against Dobbins Bennett uh, tonight? Just, you know, a few things. First and foremost, we did a, we did a deal during fall camp uh, where the seniors had to speak each night, you know, we selected a couple seniors to speak in front of the team and they had to talk about a variety of things. And, you know, one of those was, you know, what some of the, you know, the latter half of the season goals. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty, you know, almost senior after senior when they would get up there night after night would, would talk about, you know, you know, wanting to play, you know, they, they've played some playoff games, but, you know, never got never have gotten to play in one at home, you know, in front of our fans and our community and our school and stuff. So that, that was a pretty unanimous deal. They all wanted to, you know, try to get to a home playoff game. And uh, obviously with our challenge and the schedule, that was going to be a tough task. But you know what? They were up for the challenge, and, and, and here we are. So I'm excited we get to play at home tonight. Uh, I'm excited we're still playing. You know, making it to the playoffs in some levels is not that much of a chore. But making it to the playoffs at the 6A levels, the daggone dogfight. I mean, here you are. You got, you know, Farragut, you know, Farragut, you know, beats uh, – I think they beat Powell early in the season. They beat Maryville. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're not even making the playoffs in our league. You know, just kind of says, you know, how good of our how good our league is. You know, when you got teams like Farragut as good as they are, you know, not, you know, sitting at home in round one. Uh, so, you know, still playing. And the, the fact that we get to play another week with our seniors, man. These seniors been a – They've been a special group to me. Uh, only, even though I only got to spend the back half of their, you know, football high school football career with them, 
but you know, two seasons with these guys, man, two seasons with these guys. Uh, they're great kids. Uh, I look forward to, you know, watching them go on and just crush life. Like I know they will. They're going to be great citizens, husbands, fathers, the whole nine yards. And, uh, you know, getting to coach them, you know, more, you know, another day is, is a blessing to me. I like it. Uh, when you look at Dobbins Bennett and what uh, this team is going to bring into Bearden tonight, what uh, what intrigues you the most and is going to push your team the most tonight? You know, I think uh, about Dobbins Bennett, man, is, you know, gotten to know Coach Christian the last couple of years, I guess it is. Uh, you know, getting to know him, you can tell he's a, you know, a tough, demanding coach, uh, which I really like in a football coach myself. Mm. And, uh, you had a team last year in Dobbins Bennett who I thought was good, was a good football team. They graduated a ton of players. And then when you turn the tape on this year, yes, it's new faces, but they look the exact same. Uh, so I think that's a testament of Coach Christian, his staff and program that they run up there. Uh, it's a team that, that, in my opinion, don't have you know many weakness, don't have any weaknesses. You know, every every level, every unit I deem is solid. You know, you're always looking on film, and you turn the film on. You know, who can I who can I attack, and you know who can we go at, and stuff like that. When 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 you watch them play, you know, you, there's just not a lot of things there. Going, man, we can go at this guy. You know, uh, they're just solid everywhere, uh, especially in the trenches. Um, speaking of the trenches, how healthy are you on the trenches right now? We're getting better. Uh, we got some guys back last week uh, from injury, mm. and uh, you know they got to you know play their first game in you know four, five, six weeks for some of them. So they were able to you know knock some rust off, hopefully, and uh, hopefully we'll get a better version of you know them and our team uh, this week. But uh, we're get we're we're not a hundred percent, but you know who who is probably this time of year with the demanding schedules that does. Six eight teams play anyway, uh, yeah. but we are uh, getting close. We was through our you know reach the stretch in the middle of the season, so that's good to see. In a positive way of viewing Bradley Central last week, coach, like was that something you could look at as your team's like, yeah. hey, this is this didn't go the way we wanted it to go on the road, but right before playoff time, to like kind of you're on this long win streak uh, after the first two losses to close tough losses against two great programs uh, in West and Alcoa, you go on this great run for the rest of the year, and then you run into the buzzsaw of Bradley Central. Do you think that actually may turn out to be a blessing in disguise to just kind of like, hey, winning is still really hard, and it's just it's not always going to be long win streaks, and it's not going to be easy come playoff time? You know, like I told them in the locker room after the game, you know, obviously they were very disappointed. Our group believes we can win anytime we take the field. They expected to win last week, and we just did, for whatever rhyme or reason. I, you know, we didn't bring our A game. We probably brought our C minus game, and I'll take full responsibility for that. Uh, obviously, I didn't do a very good enough job in getting us prepared and coached up. But uh, like I told them after the game, I said, "Listen, guys, if, had we won this game, we were still going to be going into this week." You know zero and zero it's a fresh start mm. clean slate for everyone uh so yeah would it have been great to say region champs and you won absolutely but at the end of the day you know we're oh and oh this week regardless so it's a new season uh we've our kids you know got a very mature football team our senior leadership is great uh there's been no hang you know i've not seen any hangover we had great meetings uh on sunday and monday we had a 
you know, okay practice on Tuesday. It was, it was really cold. Our first probably really cold practice. It wasn't a terrible practice, but it definitely wasn't one of our better Tuesdays. But they rebounded Wednesday. We had great position meetings Wednesday before we went out. Had an incredible Wednesday spirited practice with a lot of energy. And then we had a really good uh, uh, Thursday walkthrough yesterday. So I've not seen any, you know, any hangover or anything. Uh, the kids, they, they just want to win. They just want to play ball and win. You know, our, our kids are resilient. You know, they're a tough group of tough group of boys, and I'm looking forward to – I get a front-row seat to, to watch them again tonight in the, in the playoffs at our place. What would you tell fans is going to look different come playoff time for this group? What are what are you most excited about? To maybe not specifically in changing things up, but what do you think is going to look different about this group that they haven't seen maybe over the last couple of weeks heading into playoff time? I don't – you know, it's a good question. Uh, you know, from maybe at some places that the, the intensity rises – in their mm. teams and stuff at playoff times, I'm not sure, but for us, man, when we've we've been pretty wide open and tense from the from the first snap of the season, uh, we've not played perfect or anything in you know some games, but uh, we've played incredibly hard. I don't think our kids could play. I don't think we could ask them to play any harder than they played in the regular season. But they know what's at stake. They know that the minute a game don't go our way from this point forward, it's our seniors' last game is a beard and bulldog and they love these group you know our, even our younger guys they love these group of seniors uh you know we're a close-knit football team let them spend time together off the field uh and you know some of these kids some of our senior group anyway they've they've played together some of them have played since they were like seven years old i was told uh so you know they've got a, a really good pack there and uh i don't know if you'll see a different version of us uh you know, and I would, I'd like to say, hey, we're going to play harder, but I just don't think there's no possible way we can. I think they mm. gave us everything they have all season. I just think you'll keep seeing what you've been seeing. You'll see kids that play incredibly hard. You'll see a physical football team. Uh, you know, the, everybody will tell you, you know, the, the way to win games in playoffs is, you know, being able to run the football, play good defense, be solid in the kicking game. And I think we can do all three of those. And we can do more than just that. I think, you know, we can throw the ball when we need to. But uh, but I think that's, you know, the recipe for success in playoffs. When you look at the two-headed monster you've got at running back, how important is it to have uh, both Thompson and Mayweather for this run? Well, it, it, it'd it be great. But Jaheim, Jaheim suffered you know, re-injured his ankle last week. Uh, he's going to be, he's going to be out tonight. Oh, uh, so anytime you don't have, anytime you don't have a Jaheim Merriweather, you know, it's, it's disappointing because he's so daggone talented. I mean, obviously there's a reason he's going to play in the big 10 next year, but, uh, but you know what? I mean, you know, Jason Thompson's carried the bulk most of the season, mm. uh, junior running back Torian Riggins has done a great job in, in coming in when Jason's not in there. Um, you know, he's a bowling ball. He runs behind his pads, runs with good pad leverage, uh, knows all of his entry points and all of our run schemes, does a good job of finding the crease when it's there. Um, and then we even, you know, we even got a, you know, a third back. He's played a little bit, played a lot, but he's played a little bit in freshman Paxton Parrott. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Paxton's a big kid for a freshman, 190 pounds or so, and, uh, you know, physical. And uh, he has no problem getting in there. He, he's not afraid of Friday night lights. He's gotten some good action this year at times, you know, so uh, we're not afraid to throw him in there and, and, and see what he can do also. How do you feel about your QB, uh, Drew Parrott, coming into the playoffs? How do you feel like he's played the last few weeks? Drew's played well. He has uh, – the, the biggest thing is he's going to do whatever you ask him to do. He, he's a selfless teammate. 
you know, if he know if he needs if he's asked to hand the ball off forty times and throw it five, he, he's if he thinks that's what's best for the team, he's going to do it. If he thinks he needs to hand the ball off thirty times and throw it fifteen, he's good with that as well. He he has played well, uh, really grown, taking care of the football, uh, making good decisions. Uh, so you know, we're we're hopefully that we could you know make some plays. You know, we want to run the ball first and foremost. We think that's the recipe for success in playoff football. But uh, at the same time, we hope we can make some plays in the uh, pass game tonight as well. We've got good receivers, got capable receivers. You know, you got guys like Torrey Beaufort, Sam Tummins, and, you know, Braden Perkins and, you know, Grant Cross and uh, Braden Buchanan. And, you know, I'm probably missing, a, you know, a couple others. But we've got a lot of guys that, you know, Preston Gould, our, our tight end, Andrew Lemons, our backup tight end. You know, all them guys can catch the foot, can run routes well and catch the ball. So, you know, you want to try to get the ball to them if you can. I like it. What is the best uh, thing going right now for your offense? What kind of groove have, do you found? Like throwing out the Bradley Central game, what what did you find in the second half of the season that kind of broke things open? Was it just Thompson really just being able to feed him and him being consistent week over week, whether it was on the road or at home? Or was it, what did you find over the course of the year that maybe ne- not necessarily was working those first couple weeks? Just getting in, the, just getting in a groove of... Uh, being able to consistently run the ball when you can consistently run the ball, you, you, you got a shot, you, you got a shot to win. Uh, you know, very rare does a team, you know, run the ball really well on someone. They come out on the, the short side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just getting in that groove, you know, leaning on our offensive line, leaning on our tight end, who's an incredible blocker. He even went, he, you know, he's the ultimate selfless teammate as well. He even went when Brody Smith was out for a few games. He went, you know, ditched his cool jersey number and playing tight end to, to play tackle, you know, put on a lineman number and play tackle. You know, it just says what kind of kid he is in Preston Gould. But we have a really, really good uh, run blocking uh, group up there. You know, being able to lean on them guys, get some, you know, it, it, the line of scrimmage is a reps deal. You know, we've got so many reps invested of our run schemes. We don't we, – we have a pretty expanded, you know, playbook or can be, you know, if we need to get to some of it. But our run game – is actually pretty uh, pretty small. We only do – we've probably got about five to six different run schemes we do. we got some variations off of them, of course. But but uh, we believe in, we believe in uh, you know, keeping that thing simple for those guys. So, you know, so when, they, when they got their hand in the dirt and they're staring through their face mask, the look looks the same for them, you know. And uh, so we think we're, we're rapid bested. We believe, you know, in, in our run schemes. And uh, so I'd, I'd say probably – that's been the best, but you know, no one, you know, we go to Oak Ridge, you know, we throw the ball, I think 17, 18 times, go to Morristown yeah. West, throw it 16, 17 times, whatever it was. And, you know, had, had some success there. So knowing we can throw the ball as well, that's a good, knowing you can run it and throw it. That's, that's for a play caller. That's a, uh, that's a dream, you know? Absolutely. Uh, final thing on the offense going into this game, what would you say if I like, if I pulled different coaches that you've played this year um, and asked them, Hey, what makes Thompson so difficult to bring down and what makes him such an effective running back? What do you think the most common answer would be? Vision. Hmm. Uh, his vision, his vision's incredible. He, uh, how much can you teach vision in a running back? It's a lot of natural. I mean, we, yeah. so here's so man, I'm not going to sit here, you know, coach Crawford and coach McMillan, they do a phenomenal job with our fundamentals, with our technique, uh, teaching the run game to our running backs. Um, you know, we, we teach, you know, entry points 
you know, for each scheme. Each scheme's got a different entry point. Each each scheme, he's, his eyes are reading a different defender on – his initial reads on a different defender based on the front, you know, for his entry point. Uh, but Thompson just has this knack to where it's like he's got eyes all around his head. Uh, or if it's a crease in the run game, he finds it. Uh, he's just – and he just – He's very, very patient. You know, mm. so I would say vision and patience uh, is probably the two things. And when he and when he sees it, when he when he he might, you know, if he lined up a bunch of people and you know raced a forty yard dash, I mean, he's pretty dang fast, but he might not win the race. But when it comes to acceleration, short area quickness in that box frame, mm. you know, I don't know if there's many quicker, you know, through a hole and stuff through a crease. Interesting. I like it. Uh, yeah. Coach, what can the good folks check out from you and the team on Friday night? Anything? Uh, we're going to put this up real quick, but uh, anything uh, of note uh, that you want to plug before uh, round one of the playoffs get uh, underway in what should be a chilly, but not too chilly. It's not like what it's been the uh, every morning uh, here, right. which I, I think we're both going to be a fan of. Right. Absolutely. Dog Nation, come support these young men. They have worked their tails off to get to play a home playoff game. I think it's the first one at Bearden since 2015. Uh, come out, support them. It, it's playoff football weather. It's not going to be cold. Chili is probably the best way to say it. Throw on an extra layer. Come sit mm. in the bleachers. We've got a spirit shop. If you need to buy a hoodie or sweatshirt, feel free to support <laughs> us there. Mm. Uh, but seriously, you know, come support these young men. You've got two terrific football teams uh, going to play tonight. It'll be well worth. The uh, price of the price of the well worth of the price of admission on Kingston Pike. There you Sorry, go, tongue, Coach. Tongue twister. I mean, yeah, that, that that's tough. Uh, Coach, thank you as always for the time. I greatly appreciate it. Good luck tonight, and I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas podcast. Hell yeah.